Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I tell you what, when you walk and grow and develop in the love of God, do you know that the Holy Spirit within you gives you a keen insight? gives you keen insight. There's a discernment for people who walk in the love of God. I tell you what, you want me to tell you one good way? I'm not saying it's the only way, but you, you watch someone who's developing in the love of God and sensitive and has this keen insight to Uh, the Holy Spirit to the love of God. And you watch when someone is hurting, when someone has a need, nobody has to say anything. You know what? They're zeroed in right on it. May not, nobody else may never know a thing, but they go minister, take care of that need, minister to them. Or maybe it's, it's something that you don't even talk about to them, but you take it to the Lord because you have that keen insight into the Holy Spirit. If you want discernment, walk in the love of God. Grow in the love of God. Don't just start out in it, but let it, it have its fullest extent into your life, this development in the love of God. Isn't that beautiful? And it says that your love may display itself in greater depth of acquaintance. Now, I mean, listen to this. That your love, what love? God's love in you. That it may display itself in a greater depth of acquaintance. We need to have a depth of love in our life. Not starting out in elementary school and staying there or being the babe, you know, when you've been in the kingdom for 50 years. There needs to be a depth. But the depth of this love comes when, as it relates to the full acquaintance of God, that you're acquainted with God, that you're acquainted with His way, that you're acquainted with His Spirit, and that you know Him. Oh, that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection. I want to know God, don't you? I want to know his heart. I want to know and understand that love that he has. I, I tell you, I can't even understand how God would send his only son into the earth to come into the earth as a little babe and be submitted to earthly parents who are just like me and you and have flaws but he sent that son in and he said that he did it. He laid down his life for us because he loved us. Isn't that powerful? But he says that your love may display itself. See, your love, oh, I just love everybody. Oh, you do? Well, let's see some of it. (laughs) You can say the same to me. Oh, you do? Then you show some of it. But that's right. If we have the love of God, we should be displaying it. It shouldn't be, you know, just a word in our mouth. Oh, I love you. Well, next time I'm hurting, let's just see how much you love me. When you're hurting next time, let's just see how much I love you. Now, I'm saying that. You understand what I'm saying? 
I can't minister to everybody that has hurt. You cannot minister to everybody that has hurt. But see, the people that you touch and that you are around, you can care for them. You can have this depth of love for them. You can display the love of God in that way. You can't touch everybody. Nobody can. But you do have people around you that you can touch. You can display the love of God. Now, I'm going to give you a real challenge here. Do you know where we fail many times in displaying this love of God? It's in our homes. It's in our homes. Why? Well, because we know them better than anybody, and we know that they love us, and so we, we just stop trying. But I'm going to tell you, that's wrong. Mother Teresa said something, and I, I, I've mentioned her as I've ministered before, but I remember reading um, a biography of her life, and I was so touched by what I read, how that she went out and cared and loved people that were just, you know, just just thrown out on the streets to die. Nobody cared, not even their own families, nobody there to help them. And she would go out there and rescue those people, take them into the houses. I think, uh, I don't know how many she ended up having, but last time I heard, you know, before she had passed away, it was over 400 homes that she had for people that had no hope, that were dying of sickness and disease, you know, and that kind of thing. But one of the things that Mother Teresa said that really touched my heart is she said, love begins at home. She had a revelation. Love begins at home. And I tell you, that's where the test comes to. You remember I said, test, test, test? Well, the test comes at home. If we're going to display and extend and grow to its fullest development, this love of God, the test comes in our homes. And then in our, and when it's in our homes, then we take it out and go out into the world. That's so important. Our kids need to know the love of Jesus Christ. Our spouse needs to know the love of Jesus Christ working through our life. You know, when you, ladies, when your husbands, those of you that are married and, and you know, they're having a, a challenge at work or having a bad day, see what we need to do is not, well, it's your own fault. I told you this. Yeah, I, can you imagine we'd be like that? But sometimes we are that way, aren't we? But see, that's not the love of God. That's unkind. It's being selfish and self-centered. And when somebody's hurting, instead of going in there and trying to help them, we just heap more condemnation on it, make them feel worse about it. You know? Husbands, now you knew I wouldn't leave you out, didn't you? <laughs> when you're going, uh, your, your wife is going through things, you know, I tell you, sometimes we women have to be like super women. You know what I'm talking about? We've got a job, we've got a home to take care of, we've got children that we're raising or, you know, they still may be around, you know, even if they are raised, we're still dealing with them. <laughs> and then, you know, we have our, uh, uh, the husband, we've got to take care of our husband, you know, so we're just, you know, we've got to cook dinner, we've got to wash the clothes, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. And then the man goes and piles up on the couch and says, bring me a drink of water. The test of love, test, test, test. Well, just get up and get it yourself. That's what we want to say, isn't it? But you know what the love of God would say? 
Okay, honey. That's right. That's good. Okay, honey. And you know what? When we love our husbands that way and when husbands you love your wife that way, the Bible talks about that in Ephesians 5. What happens? We take care of each other and the love of God abounds in our life and in our marriage. But see, when the test is on and when we want to say, well, get up and get it yourself. Can't you see what I'm doing and what I've done all day? And we can just start foaming at the mouth. <laughs> and all you women ought to say, that's right. <laughs> but see, that's a good test for a man at that particular time when he sees his wife struggling through something like that. Well, honey... Just let me do something for you. What can I do to help you? Can I wash those clothes? You know, can I cook a meal? You just go on in there and sit down. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. And when we see our husband struggling and he's got so many things going on and we can run an errand for him or go pick up his dry cleaning or do whatever it is, we ought to say, well, honey, just let me do that for you. I know you've got a lot going on. You see, and, and we'll increase and excel in the love of God. I want to tell you what my husband did for me. I, when I, it was right before I was going to Joyce Meyer. You know, we, we took a group of ladies and went down there. And um, I had cooked uh, uh, something the, the night before. And this was, you know, I was getting ready that night packing to get up real early the next morning to leave. And so I had cooked one thing and had it in the fridge. And so when I came home, he had that on heating. And then he fried chicken. And he made uh, some other things to go with that. And uh, just so kind to me. And I tell you, I just wanted to hug his neck. <laughs> That was so sweet. But you see, he knew what I was looking, and instead of saying, well, I know you're going, but you got some responsibility, so you take care of them. You know, no. See, when you, when you love one another, you can grow and develop in a love that cares about what somebody else is. See, but it's not just marriage. It can be all kinds of things. You know, when you're working with somebody on a team and you see they're struggling and you can help them a little bit, why not do it? Amen. You know? Amen. And I tell you, you'll grow and develop in God's love. But he said that your love may display itself in greater depth of acquaintance. You see, in greater depth. Not just great depth, but greater. More and more. And then he goes on to say, and more comprehensive discernment. When you're growing in the love of God, you can grow in discernment. And, and you know, for years, I prayed for discernment. Lord, let that, you know, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, the discerning of spirits. Lord, let that discerning of spirits be in there. But he said that you can begin to discern, not just evil spirits, good spirits. You can discern lots of different things when you're walking in the love of God and you're growing and developing in that love. Can you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. What I'd like for you to do right now is turn to 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. But you know I'm not going where you think I am. I hadn't planned on reading this, but I'm going to read it in verse number 1. 
uh, 1 Corinthians 13, verse number 1. This will be out of the Amplified. If I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for us and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Now, really what that is saying is this. We can pretend to be spiritual people. And, you know, when we have our worship service, you know, we can just get up and we can dance and, and lift our hands and we can just do a Jericho march, you know, just running all around the sanctuary. And I love I loved to rejoice in the Lord. I love to dance. I love to just celebrate the goodness of God. But you know what? I can do all of that and it not mean a thing, just be a bunch of noise and God's not going to receive it and it doesn't mean anything unless we walk in the love of God. The Bible says in one place, though I feed the poor, you know, I visited in, you know, and do all of that kind of thing. Though I do all of that, you know, Jesus could look at people and say, I don't even know who you are. Why? Because you're not identified by the love of God. And we do a lot of stuff. And I tell you, even we can, well, I've just, you know, I've been working for God. I've been serving the Lord. I've been laboring in the kingdom. And that's the way some people are. It's like, how about just loving some people? <laughs> how about having a little joy in your life? See, we're so busy doing work that we don't love. We don't notice that the reason we're working is for the people, the kingdom, God's children. That's why we're doing it. Can you say amen? amen? And so what he's saying here, he said you can do a lot of things, but it doesn't mean anything to God, and it's just a bunch of noise if you do not have the love of God in your heart. And I tell you, we have, to, we have to check our motives, folks. We have to check our motives. Why are we doing what we're doing? God looks at the heart. You know something very interesting in the Old Testament, those kings over there? The Bible says with all, their whole heart, they had a perfect heart before God, but they didn't tear down all the groves. And you, you understand what I'm saying? Well, what does that mean, God? How did they have? They were wholehearted after the Lord. They were humans and they made mistakes, but they were wholehearted toward the Lord. That's what it's talking about, even though they made mistakes. And you know, uh, then you read about those other kings and, and it would talk about them and it didn't use the same phrase. They did all that. They tore down the groves. They did all of that, but it didn't say they had a perfect and a whole heart toward the Lord. Why? Because evidently there was maybe motives or whatever that's in there. See, God has the ability to shine His light on the inside of our heart. And we can be doing the right things, saying the right things, but not have the right motives. And you know, I'm not here to condemn because I have to stand before God just like anybody else does. So I'm not just saying it to you. That was a revelation to me. You know, we need to have a whole heart toward God. Can you say amen? amen? Okay, so I want us to look down here. Now this won't be in the Amplified, but verse number 11. And it says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. 
I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Well, that's right. Yeah, we don't, we don't do childish things anymore. Well, I think we need to look and see what this is in context too. This is where he said, love endures long and is patient and kind. This is where he said, love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. This is where he said, it is not conceited or arrogant or inflated with pride. It is not rude or unmannerly. It does not insist upon its own rights and own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. This is the scriptures before what I just read to you. It's saying what love is not. But then he says, when I was a child, I was rude. I was unmannerly. I, I took an account of everything that happened against me. I didn't forgive. I was resentful. He said, when I was a child, I acted like a child. And spiritual babes act like children. Now think about that. When we're still immature and carnal, we act like children. That's my toy. Let me have it. Don't touch me. He got my sandwich. He drank my milk. Whine, whine, whine. That's babe. That's a spiritual babe. Well, bless God, I know all of the New Testament. And I can quote Proverbs and Psalms. Well, you know what? I walked by them and they didn't even speak to me. Oh, is that right? Spiritual babes. I don't care how much. Knowledge will puff you up. If that's all you've got is knowledge, now we need it. We need knowledge. But if all you've got is a head knowledge and not a heart knowledge and a heart full of love, it just puffs you up. Makes you arrogant and pride prideful. It doesn't mean anything. He said, when I was a child, I spake like a child. Well, I'm not going to sit with them anymore. Can you believe what they said? Or they said that they were going to do this and they didn't do it. And I'm not having anything else to do with them anymore. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, we don't act like children anymore in body and in emotion, I hope. We don't still do those things. But see what he's saying here? He is comparing a spiritual babe and a mature child of God. And see, he says, you put away all those things. You put them away when you mature and you grow in the Lord. I don't want to stay a babe, do you? I might have areas in my life where I need to grow in the love of God, where I need to develop, but I want to know those areas, don't you? Amen. You know, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance will destroy your life. Ignorance will keep you in the prison house. And so I don't want to be ignorant. And see, sometimes we just think, well, we just want to be around everybody who just 
you know, pats us on the back and tells us how great we are. Well, we all need people like that because we need encouragement. We need to be built up. But I tell you, there are going to be times that they're coming into our life and it's going to be the stretch and the challenge of our life. I have been challenged so many times and I'm sure it's not over. I'm not prophesying for it to happen, but I just know how life is. And I have had people that I would go to the Lord and I'd say, God, I can't stand it anymore. You're going to have to do something. <laughs> and He'd send them right into my face and I would have to deal with them again. She'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> I don't want to go around the mountain, Lord. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Get that mountain out of here. <laughs> and I tell you, I have had to be stretched and had to grow when it was so painful. And it's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But you know what? There would come a time, and it's been this way every time where I have been challenged like that to walk in the love of God. There would come a time where it would level out. It would level out. And at that point in time, I have to believe, well, I have passed the test. I have. Satan is pushed me. God is showing me what's in me and what I'm all about and where I need to grow. See, it's not good to think, oh, I am just the best little old Christian. You ought to be just like me. <laughs> but don't we think that way? But then we look over here and we see, oh my goodness, can you believe that they're acting like that? Can you believe they're saying that? Can you believe that they're doing that? See, but we don't even understand. It's like that scripture that says you have this telephone pole in your eye and you're looking over here at a person that has a little speck and you see the speck and you can't see this pole that's sticking out of your eye. See, we got, we need to, let's judge ourselves. Let's look at ourselves instead of having everybody else to look at us and see our immaturity and our carnality and our babyishness. Amen. Paul said it's time to put it away. It's time to grow up. It's time to be children of God and develop and cultivate the love of God in our life. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.